0: Welcome to This is Type 1, Real Life Type 1 Diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had Type 1 diabetes for over 25 years. I'm a life coach, fantasy author, and engineer. I'm passionate about Type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me.
1: Hi, I'm Jesse Teigney, and I've had Type 1 diabetes for over 10 years now. I'm currently a student at Montana State and learning more and more about how our world works. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my future and learn everything I can about it. Each week on the
0: show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, feature members of the type 1 community who are just like you, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 124 of This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we're sharing our diabetes goals for 2022, and some other goals too. But first, we have the win, the fail, and the hack of the week, and I have the win. My win is that I did not go too high on Thanksgiving, and we're recording this at the beginning of December, so I've got high hopes for Christmas and New Year's to also not go too high. My basal profiles really helped with that, and also sticking more to low-carb stuff. Jesse, what, what was your fail?
1: exact opposite. I went a little too too much higher than I wanted to for Thanksgiving. I knew I was going to go high, but I just... Sometimes things happen and you just go a little bit unexpected and that's okay. But just some things to adjust and avoid for next holiday. So yeah, I'm all good though. And then what's your hack for us, Colleen? To make your desktop background on your
0: computer, a list of your values and goals. If you're like into that kind of thing. It's right around the time people start planning for the new year. I think keeping those things top of mind, values and goals, it's really a nice quick reminder when you see your screen to just help with planning and making decisions in your own best interest. We talk a lot about setting goals, but if you don't actually see those goals written down regularly, you don't keep reminding yourself, they just fall off the wagon, which has happened. what happened last year for our 2020 goals is I completely forgot to even look at any of them. And so I think half of them didn't even happen. So that's, that's a something to consider. I did this for my top five life goals, just overall. And I did that using Canva and it turned out pretty nice. It looks like a, like a really nice background that I enjoy looking at. So check that out if you want to. All right. So 2022 diabetes and otherwise goals. Just a a quick recap on setting diabetes goals in particular. If you're doing diabetes-specific goals, you want to do some real thinking about three different questions. And those questions really are what, who, and why. So what do you want your diabetes to look like in the future? If you imagine yourself 10, 20, 30 years or more down the line, what does your diabetes look like? And that can include the rest of your health. The second question is who? Who are you setting these goals for? Is it yourself, your spouse, or your partner, your doctor, your family, your friends, someone else? Make sure you're clear on just who you're doing this for. A lot of people only try to lose weight or lower their A1C to get their doctors off their backs. But the best goals that you can possibly set and pursue are the ones that you set because they're for you, not for someone else. And then the third question is why? Why is this goal important to you? Why are you doing it? Make sure that you like your reason for any goal that you set. Getting clear on what, who, and why really helps inform your motivation and solidify that resolve to actually follow through with goals. So we're going to do a quick recap of our 2021 goals, so the ones that we set a year ago in episode 72. And in that episode, we talked about both diabetes-related goals and not, so we're talking about just overall in general I did mention then that diabetes goals, for us at least, don't really get a lot of focused attention because it's pretty much on autopilot. I've had it for over 26 years. Jesse's had it over 10. So if anything, diabetes goals, at least for me, are really tied into my health goals. So to review what we set ourselves up for in episode 72, my 2021 goals, the first one was to certify as a life coach through the Life Coach School. This happened in July of 2021. So I have my certification and I am I'm having a lot of fun building my coaching business. I actually have two sides of it. On one side, I I coach type one diabetics on how to focus on life, not on your diabetes. And then on the other side, I work with authors, specifically fiction authors, in a group setting as part of what we, what we call the 60-day novel writing challenge. So if you're interested in writing a full-length novel in 60 days and getting coaching support with it. You can check out the link to that program in the show notes. And you'll also find the link to the type one coaching in the show notes as well. As of this episode release, the next round of the 60 day novel writing challenge starts in four days on January 1st, 2022. So if you want to be in that round, you got to move fast. The next goal that I had was to reach my goal weight of 135 pounds. That did not happen, but I do think I've found out more about how my body reacts to certain foods and situations. So I'm definitely getting closer in terms of understanding how to reach my goal weight, even if I'm not closer yet on the scale. So that's fine. The next goal was to publish my first book in my epic fantasy series. And that did 100% happen, which was super exciting. My novel came out on November 10th. It is called Mark of Stars, and it's book one in the Chronicles of Talam. So you can get the Kindle version or a paperback version on Amazon. Or you can just go to my book website, which is talam.com for more options, and links to all of those will be in the show notes. Diabetes specific, I had kind of a maintenance goal to stay under 5.5 A1c, and that was successful. My most recent A1c was 5.2, so I'm happy with that. And as everybody who's a regular listener knows, we still have not missed a week. So we kept the podcast consistent every week, and we also started a podcast Instagram. So that was kind of 2021 in a little bit of a nutshell. Jesse, what were your goals for this past year?
1: My goals were very, very, very short because I did not necessarily, I remember last year I didn't necessarily think things through very much with these goals because I missed the pandemic. I didn't know if I was going to have an in person graduation or like what my education was going to look like past that semester. So just learning experiences. And the goals that I did have, I think I got all but one. So let's get into it. So reaching an A1C of 6.8, that did happen. And I was very proud of myself. So yes, very, very happy about that. And that was when I was with my pediatric endocrinologist. And that was really good. I haven't gotten... My A1C tested since I moved out to Montana, but I just found out today that they actually offer A1C testing and labs on campus. So I'm really excited about that and definitely going to take full advantage of that being a remote patient for a little while, or at least like until I can find somebody out here or something like that. All right, read my book list. This did not happen because my book list got longer and I kept buying books. And then I found other series that I loved. All in all, I think I read about 60-ish books last year. So I'm pretty proud of myself. It's like a book a week. Some are really short, like old loose lamore little novels. So that was really fun. And I, I powered through that. I did. One of the other goals was that kind of like a sub goal was to read and finish the Game of Thrones books. That did happen. I was very proud of myself. I was very determined, and I think. I definitely concerned some family members with how much of what I was doing. Because I was reading I only had one book to go. This and I was saving it for the summer because I knew it was gonna need the time to read it. So I saved it for the summer. Mind you, this last the last one, and I can't remember the name of it, is Dance with dragons. Yes. Thank you. It's dragons. It's over a thousand pages long. So I set a goal for myself. I was going to read 100 pages a day, no matter what. And I did that. And I finished it in about 10, 11-ish days, considering that I stayed up until 2 a.m. one night. So, yes, I did it. Very proud of myself. Also, if you read it, just prepare to be upset with the ending of the book. So,
0: Yeah, because if you've seen the series on, like, the HBO series, but you haven't read the books they diverge after the end of book five because yeah. the rest of the series does not exist in book form. So the series had to kind of make up what they thought would happen. It's <laughs> Which is crazy. why series eight sucked. It-
1: yes. I have my opinions. I haven't watched the show because I was so determined to finish the books and then watch it. And I don't even want to watch it anymore just because I'm- I do not I- recommend. I'm not thrilled. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Being diabetically prepared and personally prepared to move states and into Montana State U. This mostly happened. I think I was very much physically prepared. Not so much like mentally prepared as much as I wanted to be because of COVID. I was in my room a lot, not interacting with a ton of people, which is totally fine. I was being safe. But that 20 minutes was definitely like kind of overwhelming the first kind of classes you have with actual people sitting next to you. So that was that was interesting. But overall, I think I did a really good job of being pretty on it and just being good to go. And I'm actually wearing an MSU sweatshirt right now. So I'm very, very proud of myself. And I'm really happy that I am able to go towards my and further my education. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the last one was graduated high school pseudo cum laude. I did this and then I graduated magnum cum laude instead, which is the thing above pseudo cum laude. So very happy. It just means I graduated with a above 3.5 GPA. So I think I had a 3.82 by the end of the year. So and that's a cumulative over the four years of high school. I was very proud of myself. And yeah, so I would say I got about 75% of my four goals done and completed. And yeah, so I'm pretty proud of myself.
0: Well, 75% is better than 0%.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) All right, my 2022 goals now. So like we mentioned in episode 72 last year, the diabetes goals kind of go on autopilot. So I'm just going to talk about my overall diabetes goals. I actually have yet to do my in-depth planning for 2022. So this is kind of a preview or a highlight of what I think will happen. But um, I, st- like I said, I-, I still haven't gone through my full planning process. But the first one would uh, be to work on my- on building my business. I would like to have a full client roster by the end of 2022, though the definition of what quote unquote full means it probably is going to be a smaller number than most people are thinking because I do have a full-time job that I love. So that's like my, my coaching business is entirely on the side of my full-time business. My, well, my full-time job plus, you know, the podcast and writing books. So I, I, like I see, I say a lot of this, like I say a lot of the time I do quite a lot. <laughs> so that's my top goal. I think outside of work is to build my business. Next one is to really refocus on losing weight, uh, getting closer to my goal weight of 135. Don't know how close I'll get to it. Like the goal, uh, like always, is to get to that goal weight. But I've found that if if I keep putting a date on it, then I get really stressed out towards the date. So I think kind of a trick is to not really include a date. Just say my goal is 135 and I'm willing to do the work to get there as long as it takes. And then... I want to get the second book in my fantasy series, Hammered Out. So I finished the first three quarters of the first draft of book two during National Novel Writing Month. And my experience with publishing book one gave me a lot of lessons learned for timing and all the details that go into publishing a book, like how long it takes to get the cover perfect, how long it takes to get the interior formatting done, and all of the illustrations like maps and chapter illustrations. I also want to work with my uh, cover designer to do some character portraits. So that's probably going to come out with book two. We'll have some character portraits along with that. I, so for the book side, I do want to get book two like through the ringer and kind of maybe figure out a publishing cadence I'm thinking like every 18 months since uh, that just seems better because so the first book actually was about a year from first rewrite from the first draft all the way to publishing. So I think that was a little bit too short of a timeline considering uh, everything else I do. So if I stretch it out to like 18 months or so, then I give myself some time on the back end to get everything set up. But time will tell, we never know. On the diabetes side, I do want to keep my A1C below 5.5%. And as always, keep the podcast consistent with an episode a week. So those those maintenance goals haven't changed. And I'm I'm sure that I'll have a lot of other things on my list of just, in general goals. But one thing that I am trying to work on is slowing down and actually doing less. So it will be a very interesting exercise when I'm doing my full planning for the next year about like what actually gets cut for next year, because I want to do a lot. I always want to do a lot. And in the process of that, I tend to
1: set myself up for failure. (laughs) So we'll see. Jesse, what about you? Okay, so... One of these goals is not dependent upon me doing said goal. It's like just timelining and it's a goal. I would like, love to do it, but sometimes it just doesn't happen as well as we want it to. So the first one is to get a new pump. I'm going to stick with Medtronic. And if I remember correctly, the new Medtronic pump should be out in 2022. And I will be very happy if I can get on it or Get the steps moving towards getting on it. So if I'm not on the pump by the end of the year, okay, no problem. Just have the cards lined up for getting on the pump and be really happy with that. Okay. And then find a good medical support system out in Montana. I'm starting to do that now with visiting on campus doctors, finding out the pharmacy where it is on campus and like finding out that, you know, they do A1C testing here and lab work and they can send it to my endocrinologist and put in transfer papers and they can fill prescriptions here so if i forget something or their insurance company doesn't go through i now have those backup support systems to where if something doesn't happen or something goes completely haywire and out of control i have that kind of support behind decisions that i'm making or that decisions my doctors are going to help me make so hopefully in montana i'll be able to find those too and then maintain a 6. 8 A1C for two consecutive tries. I'm going to try so hard at this. I'm not going to kill myself like putting in so much effort and micromanaging my meals. And if stress goes up because it's finals week, I'm not going to worry too much about that or something that's out of my control. But I definitely want to put forth my best foot forward and be able to be like, yeah, I tried really hard to get my A1Cs below 6.8. And what are some steps that I can start taking towards that? Like, do I need to stop drinking this? Do I need to stop doing that? What are some... And if I'm doing all of those healthy habits, well, maybe it's just time for an adjustment on my pump or working towards getting that goal. So yes, we're going to try it. I don't think I'm going to get a 6.8 and 1c this next time around. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. But at the same time, I moved. It was Thanksgiving break. And now it's going to be Christmas break. And I'm tired and I'm a little burnt out at the moment, which is okay. Okay. Cause I'm taking care of myself, but yeah. So don't think that'll happen this three months, but we're going to make it happen in 2022. So yes. Okay. Bring my truck MSU. This is definitely going to happen. Cars are already lined up for it. But if not, then I'm going to probably buy a car out here in Bozeman just so I can have a vehicle to get around because I do. One thing I've learned about myself is that I miss driving and I love driving. And I know that sounds like the teenager being like, oh, you don't have to be in traffic. Oh, my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. And it's not necessarily that. It's just that being able to be like, oh, I need to to leave now. Or, oh, I want to get off campus and go hiking. I miss being able to do those things and driving around friends and stuff like that. So, you know, just those things I do miss doing with my truck. So that'll, that'll happen. I'll have a car, I'll have a vehicle. Reach the halfway point of getting either my major or my minor. I think this is going to happen at least for my minor is what I'm thinking by the end of 2022. And that's going to be like a full year. So I'll be in college for about a year and a half by the time 2022 ends. So hopefully I'll be able to continue working on my education. And if I can't get my halfway point, that's okay, too, because some stuff you just you have to take prerequisites or co requisites and sometimes it just doesn't work out as well as you think it will. <laughs> and then continue to play rugby for my last one and improve my performance with better blood sugar control during games, because I do have a tendency to either go extremely high or extremely low during games either because of stress, overcorrection. Being low in the middle of a game, not taking my pump off soon enough. So, just reworking my little exercise routine and making sure that I'm good to go. So, yeah, those are my 2022 goals. Hopefully, I will make them work. (laughs) All right. Our spotlight
0: this week is on you, our wonderful listeners. Thank you for staying with us through another year of episodes about type 1 diabetes. We're really looking forward to seeing what 2022 brings us both in real life and in the diabetes world.
1: All right, our question for you guys this week is what are your goals for 2022? What are your resolutions this year? <laughs> and that is it for this episode of This Is Type 1. You
0: can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 124. That's the number one, two, four. Apply to be a guest by visiting thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade. Are you ready to feel better with type 1 diabetes without changing how you manage it? You can watch the free video on how to do just that at inspiredforward.com. I'm on all social media as at inspired forward. And our email is Colleen at inspiredforward.com.
1: Our podcast Instagram is this is type one pod. That's the number one. When you look us up, just remember that I'm on Instagram is at JJ underscore crystal. K A T feels free to send me questions or comments. You have about type one diabetes or about the show on either of those accounts. So Yeah, that's it. Just reach
0: out. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to listen next week for another episode about real life with type 1 diabetes. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com slash community. I can't wait to see you there.